Shut up and sit down. Well, hello there. Thank you. How are you doing this week? Welcome to the Seven Day Brew. My name is Ernest, and thank you for joining me. If this is the first time that you are tuning in, thank you. Of course, first and foremost, the Seven Day Brew is a podcast that gives you a rundown of the news that is coming up in the week ahead. It hopes, of course, to be the only podcast that you need to get ready for the next seven days. So, hang in there. Hang on tight. Here we go. Well, with Black Friday coming up this week, retailers are not the only ones with the accounts on their mind. Our top story this week, the word austerity has a certain ring to it when mentioned with European countries. And most, of course, we'll remember Greece as the modern classic example of austerity and politics. Well, some in the United Kingdom's Labour Party have warned that austerity is knocking on their country's doors. This comes ahead of the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Philip Hammond's autumn statement, where he gives an update on the economy and the government's spending plans. This is the first major economic statement since the Brexit referendum, and the Chancellor's first one too. The autumn statement is the Chancellor's second biggest speech of the year after the budget, and will be delivered on Wednesday, November 23rd. Traditionally, the budget focuses on tax, and the autumn statement features spending plans and financial forecasts. This statement is more of a report, not really a spending review, which is usually held in times of crisis. What we will see is how the budget spending amount spreads across various policies, and this is where divisions lie. Since Hammond took over the Treasury, several changes have been made. Several schemes that leaned towards austerity created and crafted by his predecessor George Osborne, have been scrapped, including pension and insurance reform. In turn, Hammond has pushed for more government spending on infrastructure, a move that is welcomed by several in a divided Labour Party. What many will keep their eyes on is how exactly the Chancellor plans to address the forthcoming Brexit. He has suggested that there should be more spending on just managing families, or GEMS as they are known, but has also cautioned about the timing of implementing such policies. Overseas, the statement is expected to take an inward approach to spending to show how Britain intends to develop itself once it is out of the European Union. In other news, I've got a dude with a very long title, the European Commissioner of Economic and Financial Affairs, Taxation and Customs. His name is Pierre Moscovici, and the Commissioner will present the EU's annual growth survey and budgetary recommendations to the European Parliament on Monday, November 11th. This is two days ahead of the autumn statement. The Commissioner will lay out his economic recommendations for member states. While this has always been a touchy issue, the recent wins in the political climate have made it even more delicate. Member states are caught in a tussle for money from Brussels to deal with migrants and stimulus, just as the EU struggles to justify its spending. The EU, of course, is Singapore's third largest global trading partner and the most significant source of foreign direct investments, the UK being one of the largest sources of such investments. But with Brexit still in the balance, much will be clarified for the EU and for the world, so we hope once the Chancellor makes his statement on Wednesday. 
Here we go, the Brulatin. Russia and Iran will hold talks on relaxing visa restrictions for tourists between the two countries on Wednesday, November 23rd. Russian media reported that a draft agreement has already been sent to the Iranian authorities ahead of the consultation. Meanwhile, fancy this, the Ukraine-Israel Forum kicks off on Thursday, November 24th. The forum celebrates the 25th anniversary of diplomatic relations between Israel and Ukraine and aims to highlight the economic, cultural and political ties between the countries. The busy week for the Russians continue as energy officials head to Vienna on Saturday, November 26th, ahead of the OPEC ordinary meeting next week. On the table is the finalisation of an agreement on an output freeze ahead of the ordinary meeting. The freeze hopes to strengthen oil prices to counter the US, whose crude stocks increased for a third straight week. Well, that's it for this week's 7-Day Brew. Thank you for tuning in once again. I'm on the lookout for feature projects for the end of the year. So if you have a story that you want told, share it with me in the comments below or you can email me at 7daybrew at gmail.com. You can stay updated via iTunes or my blog, Ernest Puy at WordPress. Until the next brew, I'm Ernest Puy.